Hey there, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Last Song You Heard podcast. I'm your host, Kev, here. I'm back. The show is back. I'm trying some different stuff out. Got inspired again recently and uh, wanted to give this another go. So figured I'd bring it back, start talking about music again, talking to people who uh, want to talk about music with me again, um, in some version of that. So there will be some changes, a little bit, nothing too crazy. I've been thinking about things uh, recently, and I think I'm going to do the interview stuff a little less frequently and kind of more focus on music history and, and, and things like that um, week to week. So maybe I'll do like one or two interview episodes a month and then the rest, you know, I'll do one a week uh, that's a little bit shorter uh, where I talk about the last song that I heard and kind of focus on music from that standpoint. I don't know, maybe it'll go back to <laughs> all, all interviews, who knows, um, but that's kind of how I've been feeling recently. Um, and uh, yeah, so uh, wanted to just, you know, jump back into things with this episode no reason to delay talking about this awesome song uh, that I last heard. So without further ado, the last song that I heard is uh, called From Here to Eternity, and it is by the incredibly influential um, and really father of electronic music, Giorgio Moroder. Here's some of that. Baby's got me lovely little dance track huh it's a it's a great uh disco uh you know electronic disco or electro disco uh track it's uh it's funny hearing a song like that now because like this song predates you know house music and and whatnot by a, a, a decade basically um and it's so uh you know um so so closely resembles you know modern some of modern house music and whatnot you can really hear the uh, uh influences now <laughs> obviously with this type of uh you know with this type of music so anyway uh from here to eternity again is the name of the track it's by uh italian artist uh Gior- giorgio moroder it uh it was released in 1977 on, well, it's the title track from the album, uh, From Here to Eternity, which was released July 22nd, 1977, off of Casablanca Records, which was a record label that bought um, Giorgio Moroder's label, and then he released through Casablanca for, for quite some time. So to talk a little bit about this song, um, it was written by uh, Giorgio Moroder and Pete Bellot, uh, or I hope I'm saying his last name correctly. They they're a team that worked mainly with Donna Summer. Pete did a lot of the actual uh, writing of the lyrics. Uh, he's a songwriter, I believe he's like English or Welsh, and was uh, Giorgio's partner when it came to a lot of this disco music, from at least the uh, research that I was doing. 
This song was completely produced by Giorgio Moroder, and it was produced completely on electronic keyboards, you know, no uh, analog instrumentation on this whatsoever. Still very early on in electronic music and the development of electronic music, so, uh, you know, this is a really early version of uh, a lot of that music. Um, so the B-side for the single when it came out is favorite song uh, off of the album. It's called uh, Utopia, Me, Giorgio. And it uh, the, the, the track itself peaked at number 16 on the UK singles chart. I was doing some looking around for like reviews for this album and there had been some retrospectives done on it from like Pitchfork um, and All Music and they, you know, gave it I think Pitchfork gave it like an 8.5 or something, and um, all music, the the uh, gentleman from the, or who wrote the review gave it like a 5 out of 5, um, but the one I did see uh, that I think was contemporary to when it was released was Blues and Soul Magazine gave this a 5-star review. This uh, track was actually featured on a musical disco comedy uh, film that I'm going to absolutely watch at some point called Thank God It's Friday, and it stars uh, uh, Jeff Goldblum early in his career, Deborah Winger, I believe in her first uh, feature performance, and Donna Summer, uh, you know, who is very much connected with uh, uh, Giorgio Moroder. Um, since the actual track itself, you know, was released, there have been some remixes done of it and some covers. I, the one that I saw that, um, you know, charted was a uh, Danny uh, Teneglia uh, remix or rework um, done um, later on. I think, you know, a little bit more contemporarily, um, and that actually had some uh, 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 movement on, like, the dance charts. One other thing with this song, it was actually featured in the uh, <laughs> always mentioned Grand Theft Auto uh, video game series. It was in the Liberty City Stories game, which was a PlayStation Plus uh, uh, game uh, in the Grand Theft Auto series um, that takes place around this time, I believe. Some um, Either way, of course, Grand Theft Auto is somehow brought back into this conversation. Like every episode that I do, um, I feel like half the songs that I talk about are somehow connected to that game. <laughs> now, to talk about this album a little bit, uh, so it was released, as mentioned, in 1977, uh, July 22nd, 1977. Um, it's Marauder's third solo um, album. Uh, it's, it's eight tracks long. It's a pretty quick listen. It's about a half an hour um, uh, to go through. And, you know, it's considered electro disco, um, you know, with uh, Giorgio uh, Marauder being like, uh, you know, the 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 father of uh, European disco and, and, and whatnot. But really, like you listen to this album, especially the first half, and it's just like a it's a it's a pre or like a an early version of just like, I mean, it's house music. You know, the, the, the first half of this album is like a mix. It's a straight solid mix, um, which is awesome. I love, I really love the first half of this album. Well, I like it more than the second half of the album, which is, you know, more traditional as far as, you know, a couple of tracks after, you know, one after another kind of thing, not really blending into one another. Whereas the first half on this one is a straight up mix uh, of five songs. 
and they flow one right into another. Uh, it works really, really well. I'm a, such a sucker uh, for this style uh, of, of album. So, uh, you know, it, that, that hooked me um, when it came to, to listening to this. Um, the, the second half is a little slower. The music on it's a little more... Um, uh, it's I uh, you know the lyric based I guess you know it's it's not nothing bad about it I just I just definitely like the first half a little bit more um and as mentioned uh the uh the track Utopia dash me Giorgio uh, is my favorite track off this album it's the second to last track on the first half um and it, it was it's just like got this like rolling synth sound that I feel like you know anyone could um associate with this era of music you know of like disco and disco house and whatnot um it's phenomenal I love it so much and I'm fairly I'll admit fairly new to liking Giorgio and and this album is really the one that I've like focused on with his music um I wasn't really familiar with his music until Daft Punk uh featured him on their album Random Access Memories uh in 2012 um, and then more recently with Daft Punk announcing their breakup, um, you know, they, uh, I, I was re-listening to, you know, their music, um, and, you know, came across the, the track Giorgio, uh, in, uh, uh, Random Access Memories, I think it's, it's, um, Maybe it's Marauder by Giorgio. Uh, I can't remember the exact title. Um, but either way, it, it's, um, you know, he's like talking in the beginning of it. And it's like this really awesome. It's just like a really great song that features him. And, and he helped, you know, or, you know, produced it with them. He ended up actually, you know, getting um, and a Grammy for, you know, working with them uh, on the album. Or rather, the, the album won a Grammy. And he he, got, he was a part of it because of his contributions to the album. Um but yeah, I, I, I recently, the reason I'm even doing this and why this is like the last song that I heard, uh, quite literally the record for this album came in today in the mail and I put it on and, um, yeah, and it, it literally is the last, and like, I've just been listening to it a ton, obviously today, but more recently, just in general, it's, it's just like fun, uh, music is really cheesy. Some of the robot, uh, voices, um, and, and, and whatnot are, are, are very, uh, <laughs> creepy at points, uh, specifically, I think on, um, what is it like the, the, the second or third track on the album? Was it the speed of love? Uh, it, you know, stuff like that, you know, so, so there is, you know, some fun little cheesy, you know, cheesiness to it. It's a, I mean, it's a disco album and I think you're going to get that with this type of music uh, a little bit, which I, I personally love. I know that not everybody loves disco, you know, and, and whatnot. Yeah, it's Faster Than the Speed of Love is actually it's the second track on the album. Um, that and the the third track, Lost Angela's. Yeah, they get it get it can get a little cheesy and whatnot, but all in all, it's uh, it's an awesome uh, album, at least in 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 my opinion. And and really, if you like house music, if you're into um, electronic music at all, I, I or or like '80s synth, you know, new wave type stuff, I highly recommend you listening to this because you can just hear where all of that comes from, or at least you know the influence that. Uh, someone like Giorgio Moroder had on that sound, um, and and well, and continued to produce that type of music into the '80s and whatnot. So, but to, you know, to, to talk a little bit about Giorgio, um, I could you know spend 
I'm, I'm sure you could find like a whole podcast series on him. He, uh, he's a really, you know, obviously incredibly influential, legendary electronic artist, you know, disco artist, um, pop music artist, movie soundtrack, uh, uh, composer. I, the more reading I did about him, it was like, oh, he produced this amazing track in the eighties. And I mean, like his work with Donna Summer, for instance, is, is, you know, he's, partially responsible at least for crafting her sound in the disco you know era with like songs like hot stuff and bad girls and uh last dance i feel love which is my personal favorite i mean i think a lot of people could say that about that track it's phenomenal he uh but anyway he was born um in 1940 in um in italy uh in the northern i guess a town or uh when i was like looking at it at wikipedia it said like an italian kingdom of i believe it's pronounced ortese um and so he was born april 26 uh 1940 born giovanni uh giorgio moroder but uh you know famously goes by giorgio or giorgio moroder at this point actually i'm going to put in the his little clip from the beginning of his track uh, on Daft Punk, right here. My name is Giovanni Giorgio, but everybody calls me Giorgio. So yeah, um, he was dubbed the father of disco. Um, he's pretty much credited with pioneering Euro disco and electronic dance music in general. In the uh, 60s, late, I guess it was like the late 60s uh, or 70s, he, he started his own label, built his own studio in Munich, Germany. Um, and then that's where he started to really uh, start producing with uh, artists and like the disco and electronic music and um at that time, Casablanca Records, which I mentioned, they bought, I believe, his studio and his label, um, which then brought more artists into, you know, working with him. So artists would go to the studio, like you know, Led Zeppelin and uh, David Bowie, and, and and I mean, just like a ton of these huge artists, rock and uh, disco and and whatever, you know, just so many different artists uh, uh, worked with in that studio, and then he ended up getting connected uh, through that. Um, and then he, again, as mentioned with his work with Donna Summer in particular, he got really, you know, that's when he really started to, I think, you know, take hold and, um, become more and more of a household name, uh, around that time too. I, I, you know, I think I was talking a little bit about, he was composing all these different soundtracks. I mean, he's what three Oscars he's been nominated for another, you know, a handful, um, but a few that stuck out. The never-ending story, uh, which has that amazing, um, like the never-ending story track, which like I, I is like a was like a meme, a big meme, you know. I feel like in the uh, early or mid two thousands and stuff like that. Plus, the soundtrack for that that uh, movie is great. Um, he did uh, soundtrack the soundtrack for Midnight Express. Um, another big one, uh, which I. Um, going back to fucking Grand Theft Auto, the video game. Um, so in Grand Theft Auto's Vice City, uh, which I'm realizing I think has just completely influenced my musical tastes into a, you know, forever. Um, one of the stations plays a bunch of like new wave music. Those songs, or no, I'm sorry, Grand Theft Auto 3 has an, a, a station that plays like new wave music. That's like an 80s station. Um, and 
the tracks from it are the songs from the movie Scarface, which are all move- songs written by, you know, Giorgio Remoder, or Moroder, geez, uh, and his partner. Um, and then, um, you know, artists like Blondie, you know, were on there. And, uh, you know, he's, he has some other uh, amazing artists that he worked with. But they were all written for that movie, Scar- for, for Scarface. Um, and I didn't really realize that it makes perfect sense that he produced and wrote and composed that the, that album. It's phenomenal. Um, if you like 80s, uh, like new wave type music, I guarantee you'll love it. Uh, it's the original soundtrack to Scarface. Um, he also produced a personal favorite of mine, the song Take My Breath Away by Berlin for uh, the movie Top Gun, um, which he actually got. Uh, uh, that's one of his Oscars for best original song. Um, he also won best original song at the Golden Globes that year for it as well. Uh, 1986. Some of those other uh, awards were so he won for Midnight Express uh, for he got an Oscar uh, 1979 for the original soundtrack to Midnight Express. 1984 for Flashdance, and then I mentioned 1986 for Take My Breath Away. He also has four Grammys for um, the score for Flashdance, the composition, um, or he had like best original composition for Flashdance. He did a, a he got a Grammy for the best. Uh, best dance record for his track carry on and then he did as mentioned before win or daft punks uh random access memories won in 2012 uh for album of the year and he won you know he was a part of that so he is uh he did receive a grammy for that as well um i mean he is countless uh, awards he has a whole wikipedia page dedicated to the awards that he's won his Trajectory, again, you know, was mainly, you know, 70s and 80s. Uh, He stopped working in the 90s, uh, or at least, you know, any major releases. He didn't do any major or put out any uh, major releases for like two decades, basically, until, um, you know, 2012 with Daft Punk's uh, Random Access Memories. Um, He also did some like work for like some video games, and then he ended up releasing an album uh, in 2014, um, which has like artists like Charlie XCX on it. Um, I think I read he wanted to like work with Lana Del Rey at one point. He had mentioned working, wanting to work with electronic artist Maddion, which I would love. And really, since 2014 or 2012, rather, you know, he's had this resurgence of popularity. Not that like he's gone anywhere but you know he he again he took a break for a while um you know and and did more um remixing and and visual art and stuff like that in the in the 90s and the early uh to uh late 2000s um and then again has this comeback um i feel like you know he he now just like kind of comes up uh more and more in 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 popular music and pop culture and, and 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 stuff so I know for me, I mentioned, you know, and back in 2012 is like when I really first heard about him um, and really took a notice to his music, which, you know, um, is a shame because he's incredible. Um, And it's like one of those things where it's like, I really love Daft Punk and never, you know, and like you can literally like there's like a straight line from them to to Giorgio Moroder, um, you know, and, and their influence and whatnot. And just like knowing these songs, like, you know, even when I was like a little kid, like Donna Summer stuff and then getting, you know, older and, and getting into that music and not really realizing who is, you know, beyond Donna Summer herself, like who is beyond a lot or behind a lot of that music. So 
Um, I'm happy I heard it now, I will say. Um, but more recently, I've been getting into his stuff and um, this like early electronic music, you know, craft work is another one uh, that I, I've been uh, uh, dabbling in a little bit. So you may end up hearing uh, a little bit about craft work as well. As mentioned, I could do like a real deep dive on Giorgio Moroder. I, I feel like there are probably plenty of other folks out there that are way more well-versed in his music and, and his history that pro- that would uh, be better suited for something like that. So um, I'll leave it to them. Um, you know, I, with this, I just wanted to do something a little more general, give you something to listen to um, and to check out. Um, that I last heard. <laughs> it's been a while since I've done this podcast, so I apologize if I'm not on my uh, A game with this one. So yeah, I mean, as far as music news goes, I mean, there's a lot that I could talk about. I mentioned, uh, like, I mean, well, <laughs> there's a lot that I could talk about since I haven't recorded this in a while. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of craziness has gone on. Um, since this has been released, um, so obviously I'm not going to like do like a retrospective through the uh, the the past however many months it's been. But I did just want to talk about um, you know like Daft Punk broke up, which is uh, really uh, it's a bummer. It's it it makes sense, but it's a bummer. Um, you know I've talked about them a lot on this podcast, so I thought it was at least worth mentioning. You know, obviously a huge influence on me um, and. Um, music in general so it was it's a bummer to hear that they're you know not going to do any more music together like you know and releases Daft Punk and whatever I mean they hadn't released anything in in eight years or almost nine years now so like or at least nothing solo you know they did produce for the weekend and did some work um with Kanye at point and, and and like so like they've done other things but like you know I guess they're just hanging up the helmets so to speak so you know yeah, it was it was tough to kind of hear that when it first you know happened, but you know more and more it's like they haven't done anything like so <laughs> I don't know. Um, the other thing I wanted to just mention, you know, uh, the this happened back in October. It didn't really get reported until um, more recently, but the the passing of uh, MF Doom, uh, one of my favorite MCs uh, in general when it comes to hip hop and rap. Um, I, I mean, I, I, there's so much that could be said about him, um, and his style and, and his influence. Um, if you're not familiar with MF Doom, I highly recommend you looking up all of his music. It's all phenomenal. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think if you at least like, if you Googled him and saw like his, you know, his, the mask and stuff like that, I think you might recognize that at least I would, you know, recommend listening to his Danger Doom album that he did with Danger Mouse. Um, he has an album, mm, Food, which is a great, I, I could name all of his albums and be like, it's a great album. It's a great album. I just, it sucks, man. He, he's, he was incredible. And, you know, to hear his passing, uh, it's really, it bummed me out, um, but in non-bummer music news, I did want to talk about the Grammys for a second. Uh, I, I didn't watch the Grammys myself, which I guess that means I'm probably not the best person to talk about them. But in general, you know, I just wanted to, to talk about kind of who won and whatnot. Obviously, with COVID and, uh, there, it, you know, it's it was done without like an audience or anything like that. But there were some really cool performances that happened. Um, you know, uh, and, and just some really cool uh 
uh, moments in general. Um, so Taylor Swift won Album of the Year for Folklore, uh, which is cool. Uh, that album is really cool. I like I like Folklore a lot. Um, her recent uh, work has been, you know, like that kind of like stripped back indie, uh, folky kind of vibe, and and so um, that's more. It was more uh, at least appealing to me, especially when it came out at the time, um, and so. You know, it's cool seeing her. I mean, I mean, said cool to see her get recognition as if Taylor Swift needs more recognition. But, you know, honestly, like, it's a great album. Um, and then I know Billie Eilish, uh, who swept the Grammys last year, uh, she ended up winning Everything I Wanted for Record of the Year. Or she ended up winning Record of the Year for Everything I Wanted, her track. Um Megan The Stallion is the first female rapper to win Best New Artist since Lauryn Hill in 1999, which is so fucking cool to me. Uh, I love Megan The Stallion. Um, I think that that connection is really awesome. Um, she won for her song Savage, which is a great track. Uh, it's with Beyonce. Um, and then Beyonce won four uh, awards last night. So now she has 28 Grammy. She's the... Um, record holder for most Grammy wins by female artist. Um, and then Blue Ivy Carter, her daughter, won a Grammy as well. Uh, so that's pretty that's pretty awesome, uh, you know, to have that family connection there. Um, otherwise, uh, I know that there were, um, you know, like I mentioned, some good performances. I think that, like, Hardy B and Megan The Stallion did um, WAP, which is a you know, uh, one of the big songs of the the year, probably one of the biggest songs of the of the year. Uh, so was not um, surprised to see that that was uh, 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 performed. Um, I thought it was really awesome to see that Katrinata won uh, some uh, some Grammys. Uh, Kaliushis uh, won uh, with Katrinata for ten percent, um, and then but Katrinata's album Bubba won Best Dance and Electronic Album. I've talked about Katrinata before on this podcast. He's phenomenal, uh, so I'm so happy to see him get recognition finally. Um, Fiona Apple won for Best Rock Performance for her track Shamika uh, off of Pass the Bolt Cutters um, or Fetch the Bolt Cutters rather which also ended up winning Best Alternative Music Album. Uh, Best Rock Album went to The Strokes. Um, Thundercat won for Best Progressive R&B Album. It is what it is. That's so cool. Uh, I, I was really happy to see that. Um, and Anderson Pack got a, uh, a Grammy for Best Melodic Rap Performance for his track Lockdown. Um, Nas won uh, Best Rap Album for King's Disease. Um, so, like, I mean... You know, it seemed overall like a really cool, uh, uh, you know, uh, show. Um, I feel like the Grammys are always going to be considered pretty uh, shitty uh, by like all the cool kids, <laughs> um, so to speak, kind of joking. But, you know, I mean, it is a big, you know, uh, it's, it's a big, it's cool. I don't know. I know the last couple of years I feel like it's been kind of weird. Um, but yeah, I mean, like Body Count, the Ice T metal group one for best metal performance. Sorry, I'm like reading through this while I'm talking. And Lady Gaga won for best pop duo group performance with Ariana Grande for Rain on Me. I love that song. Uh, and then Dua Lipa won uh, best pop vocal album for Future Nostalgia, which I like. Phenomenal album. I loved that album. I still listen to that album from time to time. It's great. I'm happy to see that. So, um, all in all, very cool. Very cool uh, to see these winners um 
yeah, I mean, I think that's all I'm going to talk about for this episode. Um, you know, I, like I said, I, you know, I obviously like I took a pretty large break with this podcast. I apologize for being pretty inconsistent with that. Uh, I'll be frank in that, um, you know, work the the world at large thing you know life gets in the way um so I, I wasn't feeling very inspired I I didn't really um feel that I was going to be able to put my whole heart into things um so I didn't want to just kind of do this to do it and then put out some shit um so that's kind of why I took a break uh recently got um inspired um by this uh, great podcast called Bizarre Albums by Tony Thaxton. Uh, highly recommend uh, you listen to that podcast. I know I'm promoting another music podcast on my own music podcast, but truly it's like a really well-produced podcast where this where Tony Thaxton goes through these bizarre albums, um, albums like Mr. T's uh, Commandments and you know Stevie Wonder's Journey Through the Secret Life of Plants um, and just stuff like that. And he just goes through and talks about them their creation, their inspiration, and they're like pretty quick episodes and, and whatnot as well. So, um, you know, that's pretty cool. The other thing too, um, I got my turntable. Well, I bought a new turntable. I decided to upgrade to um, a Project uh, Carbon One, I think it's called. Uh, f- for those of you who know what that means, uh, which I kind of almost <laughs> myself um and like had some issues like getting the speakers to work with it and 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 was having some issues and really had a hankering to like start you know continuing my vinyl collection starting to listen to records again um and got that working again and have now been listening and ordering more records um so you know that that kind of has like reinvigorated my you know music my love for music a little bit, um, and, and re-inspired me or rather inspired me to, to kind of start doing this again. So again, I, I just want to say thank you for your understanding and patience, uh, with the, the lack of episodes over the last while. Um, and, and like I said, things might change a little bit. I may not be doing, um, interviews as much and, um, you know, I may try to like, shorten some of these episodes. So you're, you know, not just listening to me ramble about, the workings of this podcast <laughs> either way uh you know i hope you're enjoying it and uh, i'm happy to uh you know be be doing this again so my recommendation for this week is going to be the you know what it's going to be the uh the soundtrack to the movie scarface produced by Giorgio Moroder. <laughs> Um, cause it's so good it's such a good uh it's such a good soundtrack uh the music's awesome in particular, like, uh, every time I think of that album, uh, you know, I would just think of the song, like, she's on fire. So, um, go listen to it. It's so good. Uh, the, the whole album is great. Um, especially if you're into that 80s sound. Um, but yeah, anyway, um, so I'm actually doing this podcast now on the Anchor, uh, uh, Anchor.fm service, which helps with, like, you know, distribution and stuff like that. So you may even hear me do an ad read, uh, and Hey, maybe if things really take off finally, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, 
maybe more and more that'll happen. I don't know. We'll see. It, it just seemed like an easier uh, avenue to take. Um, that's the other thing, too. You may end up seeing some episodes come down. I'm going to try to get that fixed um, with switching over from SoundCloud. Um, so appreciate the patience on that. But yeah, anyway, I'll leave it at that. If you want to find the podcast on social media, you can go to um, uh, Twitter. And it's uh, Twitter. It's at the last song you heard. Um, Facebook and Instagram. It's the last song pod. Uh, you can email me at the last song you heard at gmail.com. Um, and I'll be back next week with another episode where I talk about the last song that I heard and uh, the fun history and uh, all that stuff around it. Anyway, thanks for listening. I hope you're healthy and happy and everything's going well. Have a great week. I'll talk to you then. Bye.